I'm going to share the reasons why I'm doing this, and then we're going to get into it. All right, before I actually get into it, I want to go before God with a word of prayer. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord God, you are so wonderful. You are so worthy, God. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are righteous, God. Righteous is the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord God, we thank you on tonight, God. We come before you, God, with thanksgiving, God. Give you all the praise, all of the honor, all of the glory, which is due your name, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we welcome your presence. We welcome Yeshua, Abba Father. We welcome the right Holy Ghost on tonight, God. Lord God, we push back any darkness that may try to come up against the words. We come up against any technical dysfunction on tonight. We come up against every witch, every warlock, every enchanter, every incantation, every spell, everything. We return it to sender in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we're coming before the people on tonight, God, sharing, God, not to condemn, but Lord God, but to come in awareness in the name of Jesus. Lord, for you said that it was in your word, God, that no man shall perish, but we shall all come into repentance. Lord God, the will is, God, Lord, to point people back to you tonight, Father God. Lord God, we decrease that your Holy Ghost might increase on tonight. Let your will be done, God. Lord, let the people not see Sheila, but see you. Let them hear you, Lord God. For send me a word, God, that he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying on tonight. Lord, I cover us, God, in your blood, God. Cover my family, cover my mind, cover my heart, God, in the name of Jesus. And I'll be more than careful to give you all the praise, the honor, and all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so good evening. Um, and if you can share this broadcast, so I just want to kind of share, and I'm only coming on here for a particular reason, and um, is to bring awareness about um, something that I had gone through at my formal ministry. But before I do that, um, it's not to expose, however, we are living in a perilous hour, and Living right, clean lives before God is what must most is most important. It's most it's more important than um your lifestyle, okay? And if you're not living a righteous lifestyle, you're who I'm talking to. Um, some of the things I'm gonna share tonight is gonna be a little detail, and it's only because um it's a certain type of person who I know is gonna come across this live um thank you to the supporters who are on here who are listening if you know of anybody who may have fallen prey to what i'm getting ready to talk about um please do have them reach out to me in messenger so tonight because we're not exposing i'm not giving any names i'm just bringing awareness because when it all boils down to it y'all it comes to where we need to be right we need to be right when 
the Lord comes to get us. You want to make sure that he says, well done, thy good and faithful servant. So before I go any, forth, any, any further, because I know this is being shared around the world, um, my background, I have, I am in love with the Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, we're not talking about Muhammad. We're not talking about any other religion. We're talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ who is Lord. Okay, so that's that's the angle I'm coming from tonight. Even though I'm still work, walking out my deliverance with this because it was such a traumatic event, um, I'm still walking it out. But I can say this right here, that if you mess with a real child of God, we're not going to be down long. We're not going to be down long. Um, I remember different people from the ministry would call me or text me or just reach out and say, you know, hey, sis, we're praying for you. We miss you. You know, we love you. I'm like, thank you. You know, I appreciate you. But um, I also wanted to come on here, come back on here and say I did leave that ministry November the 6th. I'm not going back. I have no plans of returning. Um, but I do definitely want to share awareness as to what I went through. Um I would hear things, you know, throughout the years, but we're not talking about that tonight. I can only talk about the situation and what happened to me. But I know that it's probably happened to other people there. Um, now that I think about it, what he was doing to me and like how he was talking in that girl face, he was doing that. It was, it was honestly speaking, the entire time, it was more than me that whole year. I'm thinking it was me because I was standing at his place and I knew his schedule, but it was never me alone it was other people it was other females as well and I'm thinking to myself if you can cheat on somebody who had your kids who am I so that was just you know what he did and I remember he told me a long time ago when he was younger um you know that he was the ladies man and this and that or whatever everything but you carried that into your the pulpit you carried that into the pulpit Instead of you being delivered and set free, you carried that into the pulpit. So then now, okay, now here's the part that gets me. Because this time is so critical. Anybody who's preaching God's word, you definitely need to have Yeshua, Abba, Father. You definitely need to have the Holy Ghost, the right Holy Ghost. Not some familiar spirit. You need to have the right Holy Ghost. You need to have discernment. Okay? It's not just with this situation. This is something that's happening throughout the body of Christ. And it needs to stop. Now, I understand the thing about covering. I get it. Because God covered me. But I had the heart. To want to change. Now, covering does not need to happen when you outrightly know that you are manipulating and you're playing games. You're trying to get people money. You're trying to get whatever you can from anybody you can because it's a game to you. You've done it so long to where you have no fear of God anymore. The fear of God has left you. And I definitely know that Holy Ghost, and, 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 and I say this humbly, Holy Ghost was not residing in him. If I shake a can, it was an empty can. You can tell by the songs that he sang. You can tell by the profanity that he had. You can tell by the rage. A lot of people did not see the side that I saw. So I'm wondering to myself, why would this man be allowed to come here? Let alone, you're the man who's greeting the people, all the people. That's how you get all these phone numbers. They make it easy for you. You're easy 
You made it easy for you to prey upon people who do not deserve to be preyed upon. We're coming there to get what we need from God. We're coming there for various reasons. We're not coming there to be preyed upon. We're not come, um, coming there to have our bodies looked at. Now, let me say this right here. Now, some of the people there were doing that. I can't say that, but that wasn't me. And as I talked to a few other people, when they were leaving there or whether they heard something or not, they are not even the same. I don't even know if they're one young lady. It's not even in anybody's church. And that bothers me, right? Because not only are you, you don't care, but now you're messing with somebody else's soul. If you're preaching God's word in his sacred pulpit, you should be adding and multiplying and not having to and, and not helping to subtract and divide. So, people of God, we need to get discernment in this day. Now, I want to say that as crazy as it was, I honestly know that God was covering me. And in order for me to be talking about this, something, and, 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 and if I'm saying it, not if, if I know I'm a deliverance minister, I need to first go through and know how to be delivered from it so I can help somebody else. I'm still walking out my deliverance right now. It, is a, it was a painful, tormentous thing. It's something that I don't want nobody else to go through. Something that I do not want anybody else to go through. It's hurtful. So with that being said, even with Pastor Poppy, God is long-suffering. He even wants Pastor Poppy to repent. I'm sorry, to get saved and re repent and get saved. Because right now he's living in a backslidden state. And that's not God's will. And then now what you're doing is you're using people's numbers. You're getting people's information and then you're turning it, you're twisting it for your own advantage. You're targeting certain people. You're not doing it to everybody. You're targeting certain people because, um, and we're not going to um, really go into it tonight, but I know he's targeting certain people because I remember one time I was at his place and he called somebody. He was like, listen, this right here. And the end result was that he was trying to ask the young lady for some money. So that's, and, and then how he always going to manipulate people. So that's a problem. I would rather him sit down, get his life right with God, instead of going before God's people. It was so hurtful for me to leave there because I know what's going on in there. It was hurtful because I know the truth, but because a lot of people idolize man or, you know, everybody's doors are not open during this pandemic. They just want to go and fellowship. They want to have somewhere to go or whatever, right? But it's, it's, it's time out for that. It's time out for that. God wants everybody to spend an eternity with him. Um. So with that being said, I don't want to expose the people because that's for God to do in his timing. But I want to bring awareness to people who have fallen prey to monstrous situations like this. I didn't ask for that. Yes, was I wrong? Yes, I truly admit it. But the thing is this right here is that you got my number. You had a motive. You had a motive. You had a motive the whole time. 
I remember he was talking to me on the phone at, while, while he was at work. And he was sitting there, and, and he, he used to talk so much to where I would put two and two together, and I started putting two and two together. He was at work, and he was like, oh, it's like he was making a list. He was like, mm, let me see who I want to keep. So he was talking about the list. He I guess he was getting a list of women or who women who he wanted to keep and who he wanted to target. Then he also said one more thing. He was like, oh, I wonder how many females such and such has been with. So I'm like, okay. It was never his intention to get rid of me it's just a cycle it was a game it was really a game to see how many females he can sleep with talk about whatever it was he didn't love any of us and the entire time that he and I were together there were other people it's because the only way I found out about this one is because I had been with him for a while and I started learning stuff so I knew what to look out for and then also, I mentioned the eyelashes and everything because um, the girl, and, I, and I, I don't want to say it, but I also want to say it, is very insecure. So when you leave stuff behind, you're not, women don't do that. Don't, girls do that. You're trying, to see, you're trying to mark your territory. You're leaving stuff all around the house, okay? You left your eyelashes. Who, you know, who does that? You're leaving stuff in the bathroom. And, and not to talk about this, but, I, but I'm looking at this situation. Just very insecure girl. Um, even I also saw in church as well. I'm looking. I'm, I'm feeling somebody watch me. She will watch me. Wherever he went, if, she came, if he came near me, she will watch to make sure that him and, I, him and I were not talking to each other. When he was sitting there, if she's not texting him, she's busy just staring at him. So it's almost like, what do you come to church for? To stare at this man? To watch this man? So this is so serious, you guys, because whenever, if we can't trust the pastors, if they won't sit down, love God enough to leave, leave that ministry. If it's not right, and I'm not telling you to leave, but you want to leave because if they're not going to sit down, now it's up to God to deal with them. You can't like, oh, leave. It's up to God to deal with them. God said that vengeance is mine. Vengeance is his. Is his. There's another scripture that said it would be well for him with a millstone round his neck. He were lying at the bottom of the sea rather than that he should cause even one of these little ones to fall. So you're causing people to fall and it's not right. I would rather them sit down or the people leave the church versus them continuously causing division. Um, and like I said, the young ladies who I talked to, they're just like, why? Um, you know, they're being called names and it's hurtful. It was hurtful for me to leave, but this needs to come out. I know we talk about covering the men of God, but once again, there's something called covering when the person is sorry and they have an accountability partner and they want to come out of it. But then it's something to where you're preying upon the people and it's a game. It's become a game. God is no longer in it. It's become a game. And because people Religious people have covered you so much to where now you feel like you can get away with it and act like it's no problem. To this day, this man has never apologized to me. If anything, he's caused he's um he's calling me, you know, saying these different things or whatever. I remember even after I left, we talked a few times and then we saw each other. Every time he saw me, it's like he was getting worse and worse. He was always over me. Saying that I miss you, this and that, trying to kiss on me. And I'm like, no. And each time I would tell him, I am a one-man woman. He didn't want to hear that. He's like, oh, there you go again with that. 
I remember the very last time before I did what I did, it was Christmas, the week before Christmas, and then the week of Christmas, he's calling me. The day of Christmas, the morning of Christmas, he called me so many times on FaceTime, the um, my phone to where I couldn't even make any calls out. And so I text him, I'm like, what do you want? And I'm like, did, did, did you not get the other pastor's message for you to not bother me? And so then um, we ended, I ended up picking up the phone. And so from there, you know, we had talked and I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's okay. It's, it's December. So I went over to his place. I surprised him. And when I went in there, you know, he was still all over me. I miss you so much. I miss you so much. I miss you so much. And I'm like, no, I said, I just came over here because you were calling me so much just to say Merry Christmas, this and that. And I'm like, I'm a one man woman. I only have one man. And I'm like, this is what you're doing. Do what you do. You know, that's your life. But I'm going to stay out of it. And then I remember in there, and I can tell, you know, he still had the girl living at the house because it was this light in there. It looks like it's a, it's a salon light where when you take pictures, and he just tried to beat me to the punchline because he saw me looking around. Oh, you know, I bought myself this light because I love to take pictures. It wasn't it. It was, it was the salon light. Um, you know, I'm a hairstylist as well, but I don't practice doing hair right now. So I already know, um, the house was extremely dirty and I'm like, why are you calling me? I'm like, are your girls not here or whatever? And so he was just basically saying that, stop doing that. Stop doing that. You know, I love you and this and that. And I'm like, oh my God. And then somebody from the church called me a few days after that, that Sunday. I think that, that was a Thursday, Christmas was a Friday, that Sunday, um, the person called me because they were hearing like rumors or whatever, which, you know, that's fine, which is why I'm coming on here as well. It doesn't need to be a rumor. I'm telling the truth. So he was like, you know, the person was like, um, I'm hearing this right here. Somebody asked me some stuff. Is it true? And so I just kind of just like bounced around the situation because, you know, the person was like, you know, I just kind of really felt like it was something going on between y'all and I want to make sure he didn't bother you. And so I'm like, no, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And so they were saying that, yeah, he ended up preaching this morning. And I'm like, really? What did he preach on? They were like, love. And then they said that he was starting to cry. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm thinking to myself, OK, that was fake. Hey, he was just all over me. I guess he was apologizing for something. I'm like, how are you apologizing for something? He didn't even apologize to me. So I guess he was saying, you know, whatever, something. But he had just saw me on Christmas, and so that was Sunday. So all of that right there was just a show, which is why I say that this day and time, we really need to know God for ourselves. We really need to have, we really need to have discernment because we got false pastors out there. We got false prophets out there, and you need your soul needs to be anchored in the Lord. We should not, this is not the time to be following personalities. This is not the time to just be at a place giving your money or whatever just to say, oh, I, I had church because there are so many wolves in sheep clothing. They're in the pulpit and we need to be so careful with COVID going on and all these other lines of COVID going on. You can drop dead at any time. I've had close people to die, people who I never thought would die dying. So you mean to tell me that you still doing this kind of stuff? You don't fear God? You still living, living any kind of way and you do not fear God? So I want to speak to that girl, young lady, that boy, young man, that teenager who may be going through what, I, what I've gone through or who may have gone through what um, I just finished telling you about, dealing with a leader, 
manipulating you, using their pastor power or pastor privilege to get your number, to find out about your life, and then use it for their own selfish gain. I'm talking to you. Talking to people who have been preyed upon, violated. Um, feel free to message me. I don't mind praying with you. I don't mind listening to you. Because if you have not been through this, you're not going to understand. It's going to sound like I'm coming down. But when you go through something like this, it's real. The pain is real. The hurt is real. The embarrassment is real. Not loving yourself is real. But I've gotten to a place where I love God. Which, I'm sorry, I love myself. I have to constantly be in worship. Constantly keep myself in the word. Constantly be around positive people. Constantly be around people to help to love me. You know, I'm, I can't be around any negativity. I experienced that enough. Right? I want to say the last time I heard from this man was January the 5th. I reached out to somebody else from that ministry. And I guess that person told him. So he wanted to, he left. I had blocked him by this time. Christmas Day, I blocked him. That was my last time. I said, you know what? No more. In order for me to get through this, I need to block him. No contact. So that's what I did. So if when you're serious with God and God know you're serious, you got to do, you got to make some changes. I, le I left the ministry. Um, I remember I was supposed to be going to that convocation. I didn't go. I left, um, I, I blocked him. No contact. But for some reason, he was still able to get through the block, which was weird. He left me three messages and he was like, you know, I see you blocked me. But he was just, when he talked to me, he was saying some perverted stuff then. And I'm like, this man has not changed. So I'm not talking about him because that's a soul as well. But I really want him to get it right with God. I don't know what it's going to take, but he really needs to get right with God. Now, he isn't the only person who's guilty of that, but we're going to talk about that tonight because I know firsthand this is what I went through. And when I saw that young lady, honestly speaking, I thank God for that young lady because it actually put the um, put the icing on the cake with her insecurity. That actually helped me to, to really see. It helped me to wake up and finally see what was going on. This man had been doing this to me the entire time, the entire year. That was the reason why he was always accusing me of talking to other men because that's what he was doing. That's why he was always wanting to call my phone to see what I was doing. 1 a.m., what you doing? I'm like, sleep. Okay, go back to sleep because that's what he would do. Everything that he was accusing me of, he was actually doing it. And so, you know, because of those different things, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm just happy. My testimony is that I was able to get out of there. I was able to get out of that situation. To God be the glory that he loved me enough to where he did not allow me to linger anymore in that situation or that sin longer than he needed me to. But I just want to talk to the people once again. Even if you've been preyed upon different type of situation, which a few weeks ago I heard this young lady, she was crying her heart out. The people were on her threads telling her that she's a demon. She got a demon. She shouldn't be doing this. One thing she said was this. She said that there are too many predators in the church. Now, outside the church, what happened to a predator? They may get arrested. They may be labeled as predator lives 15 miles from here. What happens in the church? What happens? Because we're shh. It's such a secret. Now, once again, I understand the power of covering, but when somebody's intentionally doing this, 
there are a lot of cold cases out there. What is a cold case? A cold case is a case that goes to the circular file cabinet, goes to the trash can. They're never solved. When a person is raped, which to me, this is church rape, and because of covering, we're letting these predators go, but out in the world, the predators would be labeled, their face would be there, but we're letting these predators go. We're helping to support this sickness. We're helping to support this sickness. This is not God. His house will not be called a den of thieves. That is not God. That's not God at all. So it's time out for all of this covering. But really all it is is allowing us to say, shh, turn our backs. And some of us in these churches, we know what these leaders are doing. But guess what? You are just as guilty as them because you know it and you're not saying anything. You know it and you're not doing anything. You know it, but you're still giving your offering. You know it and you're still coming. So guess what? You are just as guilty. Now, I'm also an educator. And when I see young people being touched, now in the field of education, I am a reporter. I'm supposed to report these things. Do you know how I feel as a teacher to know that somebody, a child even, is being harmed? Do you know what that does to my heart? Now, I'm older, but in my classroom, I look out for all of those babies. Do you know what it is for you to have a baby going to church with you and they don't say nothing? Parents don't say nothing. It reminds me of, of the Michael Jackson situation where the parents and all them want to have some type of fame or money, whatever. It's the same thing in the church. When it's said that there is way too much mixture in the body of Christ, it is that. Now, I'm not saying that there are some churches out there that are not real because there are some real churches. To God be the glory for those pastors who are standing for righteousness, but then the ones who are not in righteousness, and you definitely know what you're doing for power, sex, and money, greed. You're the one who need to sit down right now because right now your life is too corrupt. Your soul is black. You're putting in too much. You're causing the mixture. Okay, so now everybody in your ministry is going to carry on those same spirits. Those spirits are going to be transferring in there. So everything that you're doing, now they're becoming, becoming whores. They're becoming harlots. They're becoming whatever else. And that's not right. You're supposed to help to spread the gospel, to bring people to Christ, not bring people to yourself, not to let people down. Now, we know that you're a human. However, if you know that you're not right, just do everybody a favor and sit down. Go get a job, a real job, not, not getting the people money, but go get a real job and sit down. Because at that point, at this point, it's about your soul as well. It's about your soul. So would you rather have all the riches and your soul goes into an eternal lake of fire? The scripture said, what profits a man to lose his soul? I'm sorry, to gain the world and lose his soul. So all of that preaching you're doing, all that good word is in vain. And then you still lose your soul. Think about it. So I'm going to end on that note. Before I do, um, I'm going to try to come on weekly, but I actually have a YouTube channel. You can look me up. My channel is called A Disciple for Christ, Ministry of Helps. A Disciple for Christ, 
Ministry of Health. I'm going to um, just share this on my page again, and I will put my YouTube name in there. Um, I'm also actually in the, written, in, in, in the midst of having my first book published, and it's going to go into more detail about the narcissistic relationship, because that's really all he is. He's a, he's a narcissist. Um, it's a soul that's lost, and normally, um, like when I was reading about narcissists, they would, people would say that you want to run for them, they're demons, but and they were saying that you can't change a narcissist, but because I believe in the power of prayer, I even believe that the narcissist can get saved, but you don't want to be around them because they're actually harmful. Um, so we're going to be sharing more about that. I have a book, once again, that I'm in the midst of publishing. I'm not going to share the title of it. I'll come back on to the Facebook to give that once my book is completely ready. But it's really geared towards helping people to become delivered, walk them, help walk them through their deliverance, help them to be free in their mind, help them to walk wholeheartedly in their salvation and love God. Once again, my YouTube channel is A Disciple for Christ, Ministry of Helps. Once again, A Disciple for Christ, Ministry of Helps. And I was really compelled to come on here because of how much I'm hearing about this going on. And I know that I did not go through that for no reason. So I love you all, all of you guys who stayed with me um, until the end. Thank you. Um, once again, if you can please like and share on my YouTube page, I would definitely appreciate it. Um, we're going to be coming on sharing more about this relationship. And once again, this is not to expose because I don't even use the real name. Um, most of you guys don't even know what ministry I even attend. So we're not. that's not where we're going with this. We just want to expose that demon that's out in the body of Christ. Amen. All right. Well, I love you all. Thank you for staying with me and have a great day.